This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Do you work with someone that constantly interrupts you? Does it annoy you when a family member does it? Today, I'll explain why people interrupt in an effort to help us all be more respectful in our conversations. But first, thanks to Audible.com for supporting our channel and for bringing you this content free. Audible.com is a leading provider of audiobooks with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. Audiobooks are great to listen to when you're stuck in traffic, doing chores around the house, or shopping even. For public speaker listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One title you might enjoy is the book I'm reading right now called The Storyteller by Judy Pico. To download this audiobook for free or another book of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. The question of how to deal with someone who interrupts is an interesting one. Is it rude to tell him he's interrupting? Does the power position of the interrupter make any difference? What exactly can you say so that you can still maintain the relationship? Today, I'm going to address the reasons why people interrupt. And then in another episode, I'll address how to deal with it. It's important to keep in mind that people interrupt or talk on top of others for a variety of reasons. In fact, certain situations practically require it. Recently, I was an invited guest on Huffington Post Live, along with three additional experts. One of the guest experts kept interrupting while I politely waited for the host to address me, as I was directed, by the way, in the pre-interview. Well, what do you think happened? I ended up with very little chance to speak, while the interrupter was able to show off her expertise, stealing basically a majority of the airtime. Many times I had a similar thought or even a better idea to share, but because I'd never done a multi-expert interview before, I didn't know that the verbal volley was more like a debate than a single-person interview. Because I didn't interrupt and speak up, I lost my opportunity to share my thoughts and to build my credibility with the audience. The same goes in a political debate. Candidates want to get their message out so they blurt out their thoughts, even if another person is talking. And in fact, they're trained to do that. And if they sat back passively and waited their turn to speak, they'd miss their opportunities to respond and to comment, as I did. In situations like debates or group interviews, interruptions demonstrate confidence and dominance. And trust me, I learned my lesson. Next time, I won't be so polite and will jump in with my thoughts and opinions too. I'll boldly interrupt the interrupter. But many people interrupt even when they aren't in one of those situations, and it's for a variety of reasons. The first one might be communication style. I found that people who are very smart and very creative have a tendency to interrupt. When they have a creative idea, they want to share it immediately. That is, these people often just blurt ideas and comments as they occur to them in an effort to share their ideas and to be sure they don't forget them. Linguist Deborah Tannen refers to this communication style as, quote, high involvement, and this type of speaker will overlap another person's speech. On the other hand, a person who exhibits what she calls, quote, high considerateness prefers a more orderly conversation, allowing sufficient pauses between speakers. The problem occurs when the speakers don't share the same style. 
Another reason might be a desire to be supportive. Often a person who unintentionally interrupts wants to show you that she understands your point of view. The interruption is her way of showing her support for your ideas. Ironically, however, she's doing exactly the opposite. I know because I used to do this myself when I was in my early 20s. I used to complete other people's sentences. I wanted the other person to know I was listening and I understood, so I frequently would jump in to complete the other person's sentence. I know, totally annoying, and I had totally forgotten about this until I started thinking about this topic. Another reason might just be impatience. Sometimes people unintentionally interrupt because they feel a time pressure. These are people who always seemed rushed. Even their body movements are often rushed. So they speed up their communication process too. They interrupt in an effort to more efficiently move the conversation forward. And for those of you who took the discommunication style assessment, it's the high Ds that I'm talking about. If you haven't taken it yet, I'm offering it for free for just a very short, 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 short period of time. In fact, if you haven't listened to this episode in a timely basis, it's probably too late. But you can go to lisabmarshall.com forward slash disc and see if it's still available. Anyway, this style of communication, the high Ds, it's often described as direct, decisive, and dominant. And a person with this style is often oblivious to the damage created in relationships because of their communication style. Then you also have to consider regional differences. High Ds aren't the only ones that speak quickly. You may simply speak more rapidly because of where you were born or live and therefore have different inherent assumptions about how long a pause should be between thoughts. When there's a difference in this deeply pre-conscious perception, the result is confusion about when it's the other person's turn to talk. And unfortunately, this in turn creates hurtful or perhaps even unfair perceptions of conversation partners. One person may be thinking, you're always interrupting me, while the other person may be thinking, you never have anything to say. Each person attributes character and intent when simply it's a mismatch in conversation timing. This mismatch can show up in regional differences, for example, between a New Yorker speaking with someone from the South or in broader cultural differences. And by the way, these speed differences also usually carry negative stereotypes. Slow speakers are perceived as stupid or dull while fast speakers are considered too aggressive. Finally, and this is really important to keep in mind since we live in a global community, in one situation, you may be the slower speaker, and another situation, you may be the faster speaker. Keep in mind, the speed at which you speak, and therefore pause between your thoughts, is always relative to your conversation partner. Another reason may be anger. Some people interrupt when they're angry or frustrated. Many of us resort to interruption when we feel like we aren't being heard. But in this case, it's usually not consistent behavior. Interrupting out of anger is usually just temporary, a temporary way to attempt to control the conversation or to cut off the connection to your conversation partner. Finally, I'd be remiss if I also didn't mention bullying. Some people interrupt simply because they're bullies. Bullies thrive on demonstrating aggression and power, and interruptions are just one of the tools of a bully. They use interruptions purposefully and attempt to demonstrate control and to create a power imbalance. So I wanted to first explain why people interrupt, because sometimes just this understanding can help people smooth over perceived communication difficulties of interruption. 
My hope is that by understanding the interruptions in some cases may be intentional, even expected in certain contexts, while other times it may be very unintentional. Simple communication style differences will help us all be respectful of natural conversation diversity. And also to understand that because these communication differences may be pre-conscious and therefore be difficult for us to separate the behavior from the person, it can take a good deal of tact and diplomacy to effectively address this issue when it's a problem either at work or at home, especially if the issue has been festering and contributing to communication breakdowns. And don't worry, I plan to give you practical ways to deal with this issue, but I need to do it in a separate podcast because today we've run out of time. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you to lead and influence. If you'd like to learn more about compelling communication, I invite you to read my best-selling books, Smart Talk and Ace Your Interview, or listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk. As always, your success is my business. Thanks to Audible.com for supporting our channel. Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. If you'd like to meet in person this weekend, Sunday, October 11th, if you are in the Washington, D.C. or Maryland area, I invite you to join me, Nutrition Diva, Modern Matters Guy, for a walk slash run to raise money for pancreatic cancer. We'll be meeting in front of the library at 8.30 a.m. October 11th. You can get the rest of the details at lisabmarshall.com forward slash donate. Thanks. Hope to see you there. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>